Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is sugar. S-U-G-A-R. Rally. You bet your life. The DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho! Never heard of him. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! Thank you. Well, here I am again with $3,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Fanneman, who's first? We invited some milkmen and some brewmasters to the show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected milkman Howard Cram. His partner is brewer John White. Gentlemen, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, gents, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if one of you says the secret word at any time, he wins $100 in cash. It's a common what? word, something you use every day. A milkman and a brewmaster, eh? A milkman, uh, Ho- Howard Cram, is that right? Where, where are you from, Howard? Uh, Park City, Montana. Just a hop, skip, and a jump from Yellowstone National Park. Well, is that the only way you can go? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Weiss, uh, you're the brewmaster, huh? That's right. Oh, uh, where, where are you from? Omaha, Nebraska. Why aren't you from Milwaukee? <laughs> Born Omaha. Did you know then you were going to be in the beer business? <laughs> Almost. Almost? Milkman, uh, you haven't turned sour yet, have you? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> who, do, who do you work for? Uh, Eight-Ore Milk Farms. Mm-hmm. And the Beer Bust, who do you work for? Huh? Meyer Brewing Company. Who with the Meyer Brewing Company? Meyer Brewing Company. How, how, much, uh, how much beer do you brew in a day? Oh, about 900 barrels. Hmm. And Milkman, uh, how much milk do you deliver in a day? Oh, I deliver around uh, 550 quarts a day. You deliver 550 quarts of milk a day? I don't believe it. Huh? <laughs> Let me see you open your big brown eyes and say, Ma! <laughs> now, as a milkman, has anything embarrassing ever happened to you, Mr. Cram? Well, yes, yeah, several things. Uh, one, for instance, uh, my wife and I was uh, walking down the street uh, the other day, and I happened to see one of my customers on the street. And uh, I said, uh, how do you do, Mrs. Jones? And... She looks at me and didn't even recognize me. And I was uh, dressed just like I am now. And I said, uh, well, don't you recognize me, Mrs. Jones? I'm your milkman. She says, oh, uh, I didn't know you with your clothes on. <laughs> this must have made your wife very happy. <laughs> How about you, beer bottle? Have you ever had any... Uh... Unusual experience? Embarrassing? Yes, I remember one incident uh, when I was serving my apprenticeship in the brewery. Uh, this plank was placed across the top of this tank here, and uh, I fell off the plank into this tank of beer. <laughs> and, uh, well, would you have stayed in there? There were pretzels in there? <laughs> I think so. Have you ever been totally dry, Mr. White? <laughs> Do you, you know how to milk a cow, uh, Mr. Cram? Oh, it's easy. There's nothing to it. Well, it's easy to lay an egg, but I bet you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think the least you two could do is shake hands. <laughs> I now pronounce you more than milk, huh? 
In just one minute, you're going to have a chance to make $3,000. For many reasons, the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America believe that their way of doing business has won them many new customers, folks who will continue to be their customers. That's because these dealers have done their utmost to treat you fairly and squarely, whether it be for a new car, a used car, or a simple repair job. They've tried to be courteous all along. Well, you, the car owners of America, seem to have appreciated this kind of organization and the attitude it had toward you. So today, in every city and every state, thousands of smart car owners make sure they stop at the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. of a milkman and a brewmaster will be the ones who get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. Fenneman, explain the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that $20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets the chance at the $3,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's going on out here. You select the same as friends and companions as your category, is that right? All right, now you have $20. How much are you going to bet? Ten. $10. Here's your first question. You bet $10. What was the name of Robinson Crusoe's faithful servant? Friday. Friday is right. Huh? <laughs> They're on their way with $30, Groucho. Remember, you're going for $3,000 tonight. How much of the 30 will you try? 20 What was the name of John Alden's good friend? <laughs> so quiet you can hear a contestant drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It was Miles Standish. They now have $10. All right. Here's your third question. How much of the 10 are you going to try? Five. Five dollars. Who was Tom Sawyer's best friend? Huckleberry Finn. Huckleberry Finn is right. <laughs> on the way again, they have $15. All right, now you got 15 Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 15 15 Shoot the works. Who was Sherlock Holmes' faithful friend? Well, yes, that's right. It was Doc, you know, Watson the Needle. Oh, Dr. Well, here's one more chance to make some money. If you get this one right, I'll hand over $10 in cash. And please, no coaching. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> Grant. General Grant is right. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, stick around. Who knows? You may be the ones who get the chance at the $3,000 question. Groucho, the secret word is still sugar. Perhaps our next couple will say it. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected an interior decorator, Mr. Doug Haynes, and a housewife, Mrs. Audrey Forsythe. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome to You Bet Your Life. And if one of you says the DeSoto Plymouth secret word, he wins $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you use every day. Uh, Audrey Forsythe, where are you from? Oh, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. You're a very pretty housewife. Isn't Thank you. Is your husband as pretty as you are? Uh, not quite. <laughs> is he much bigger than you are? Yes, he is. Well, let's forget it, huh? <laughs> what does your husband do, Audrey? Oh, uh, he's in the army. He's a tax sergeant. A tax sergeant? Yeah, technical. What does he do? Sit on tax? <laughs> well, what is a tax sergeant? I'm not, I haven't been. Well, well, I don't know. I've it's only just... been through five wars, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, I didn't say I was in him. I was just through him. <laughs> Well, it's the grade below a, a master is all I know. And do you see him very often? Oh, he's going overseas. When? Uh, around the 28th, I suppose. 
Mr. Douglas Haynes, you're the uh, interior decorator, huh? No, Hal Haynes, sir. Oh, Hal, Hal Haynes, huh? Where are you from, Hal? I'm from Auckland, New Zealand. Are you, are you married? Yes, sir. Is your wife in the army, huh? No, she's not in the army. <laughs> uh, how did you meet your wife, Hal? Well, she was touring in New Zealand with her father, who's Dante the Magician. And um, I went to a dance, and uh, I met her and uh, looked at her and said, Can you see out of those beautiful eyes? And she said yes, and two weeks later we were married. <laughs> Is, uh, is that the customary approach in New Zealand? I don't know, sir. It's the only one I've ever approached. Well, I think you did it charmingly, huh? Uh, how did you meet your husband, Mrs. Forsyth? I was working at my brother and sister-in-law's cafe during the summer. Well, where was this? In Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Oh. And my brother-in-law is a very ticklish person. I mean, he's just ticklish all over. And... Uh... <laughs> You say uh, he's ticklish all over? You mean all over Arkansas? You, you, you'll have to explain that a little clearer, huh? Not too clear now, huh? And uh, this morning, uh, I came bursting in this cafe and I noticed this man uh, bending over the drink case. So I ran up to him and I jabbed him in his ribs and this fella fell practically in the, in the drink case. His hair was wet, and so I started laughing, naturally. And uh, when I laugh, I close my eyes, and so Let's I... Let's see, will you laugh? Uh-huh. <laughs> so when I looked up, you I... say he's leaving the 28th? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where was I now? Yeah. <laughs> you had your betrothed in a water case or something. <laughs> so when I, I finally stopped laughing, I looked up, and... Kissed a, um, a very angry man. I said I was sorry that I thought he was my brother-in-law. And then we were married oh, a couple of months later. Oh. Was he dry by that time? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was quite dry. Where do you do your decorating, Mr. Haynes? I work for W&J Sloan's in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Well, how much would you charge to decorate, let's say, fix up the inside of the average five-room house? Well, about four to five thousand dollars. Now, I don't mean to build a house. I mean... Uh, <laughs> just climb down out of that chandelier up there. Right? <laughs> I mean, how little could you do it for? Well, we could do it for as little as, uh, well, say, 500 or $1,000. But it really? uh, wouldn't suit a man in your position, Mr. Mark. <laughs> My customary position is horizontal, would that mean? <laughs> Now, to be a successful decorator, what do you regard as the most important requirement? Well, you have to know uh, proper balance of a room and... Uh, proper m- balance in the bank? Well, yes. <laughs> Look at him grin when I said bank. <laughs> what else? The uh, layout of the room. I mean, you should have it in conversational groupings. Conversational I mean, groupings? You mean the furniture sits around and talks to each other? <laughs> Face chair. One chair says to the other, he says, my, your legs are crooked tonight. <laughs> you ought to wear a longer valance. <laughs> says, well, my valance in the bank is so bad, I can't afford it. <laughs> no groaning, please, huh? 
Uh, Mrs. Uh, Forsythe, has your husband gone yet? Uh... <laughs> Tell me, have you learned anything about interior decorating? It sounds expensive. <laughs> Mr. Haynes, would you care to defend yourself? Well, as a matter of fact, a good decorator can save money. Well, at your prices, I'm not surprised. Huh? <laughs> How much did you save last year? Huh? <laughs> How do you generally decide what color scheme to use in a house? Hell? Well, uh, if it's a cold room, you use warm colors. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be better to put in a gas heater? <laughs> Mrs. Forsyth, uh, Forsyth, uh, if this isn't too uh, impudent, what color is your is your uh, living room? It's pink. It's pink. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How about it, uh, Mr. Haynes? Is the living room warm? Oh yes. <laughs> How do you know her living room is warm? Maybe she's wearing long underwear. <laughs> well, tell us more about colors. It's it, it's fascinating. For example, uh, what's a good color for the bedroom? Well, I would use um, pastel shades. Uh, uh-huh. Loud colors have a tendency, you know, to well, keep you awake. Mrs. Forsythe, what color is your bedroom? <laughs> it's a sort of an orange red. Sounds noisy. How do you sleep? <laughs> I turn the light out, and it's the colors are. <laughs> You say you turn the light out? Yes. Doesn't that keep your husband in the dark? <laughs> now, you're going to have a chance to make $3,000. You run your 20 bucks into more than the other couples, and you get a crack at the big question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George Fenneman is off stage to remind our listeners. The milkman and the brewmaster lost all their money, so this couple has a clear field. Here we go. You have $20. How much are you going to risk? Ten. You selected... Uh, Large, uh, largest cities of the United States is your category. Is that right? Yes. yes. Now, you're going to bet $10. What is the largest city in the state of Ohio? Akron. Do you agree with that? Toledo. I- I- I'm sorry. It's Cleveland. <laughs> they now have $10, Groucho. Well, that's too bad. Well, you've got $10. Remember, you're going for $3,000. That's the big prize, anyhow. Now, how much of the $10 would you try? Five. What is the largest city in the state of Michigan? Detroit. Detroit is correct. Well, we're on the way now. They have $15. Now you have $15. Now how much of the 15 are you going to try? Ten. What is the largest city in the state of Massachusetts? Boston. Boston is correct. They're still climbing. They have $25. Now $25, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 25 are you going to risk? Uh, 25 Shoot the works. What is the largest city in the state of Missouri? Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis is correct. And they wind up with $50. Well, thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, in just a moment, our last couple will come up to bat, and then we'll all get the chance at the $3,000. Gentlemen, who's ahead so far? The interior decorator and the housewife are leading with their $50. And the secret word is still sugar. Perhaps the next couple will say it. In honor of Valentine's Day, we invited some people whose occupations are in keeping with the season. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. Jack Thorpe, a greeting card writer, and his partner is Miss Frankie Brown, a wedding director. And here they are, folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, children, to You Bet Your Life. And if one of you says that a soda Plymouth secret word, he wins $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you use every day. 
A greeting card writer and uh, a wedding director, huh? Mr. Uh, Thorpe, huh? You're the greeting card writer? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Well, greetings. Where are you from, huh? <laughs> Los Angeles. Frankie Brown? That's, that's an odd name for a girl, isn't it? My name's really Francis. Oh, well, there's a new movie out called Francis, you know. Mm-hmm. Were you the star of that picture? Not that I know of. It's a good thing. Francis is a mule in this picture. <laughs> Where are you from, Frankie? I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. Do you, do you have a husband, uh, Frankie? No, I don't. Oh. You have nice teeth, uh, Frankie. Thank you. Do, you. do you plan to remain an old maid, uh, Frankie? I'm not an old maid. I'm only 22. How old are you, uh, Jack? 25. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you married? No, I'm not. <laughs> well, let's find out something about you, too. <laughs> Frankie Gal, where do you direct your weddings? At Hotel Last Frontier in Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> how many marriages have you engaged in? About 1,500. And how many engagements have you married in? <laughs> what are your duties as a, as a wedding director? Well, I arrange for the uh, organist, send notices to their hometown paper, contact the minister, and uh, arrange flowers. You sure you're not a funeral director? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm a wedding director. It's a pretty mortuary description, you know. <laughs> You're a wedding director. Well, there isn't too much difference. Huh? <laughs> Only thing is, at a wedding, you can smell your own flowers. <laughs> now, tell me about the greeting card business, Mr. Thorpe. Uh, who do you work for? Well, I do work for Colonial Greeting Card, uh, Buzzer Cardoza, and several others. Yeah, well, what are your duties as a greeting card writer? Oh, I write verses for greeting cards. You mean somebody writes those things, huh? (laughs) How do you know what to write? Well, the simplest thing is the best. The more you say and the less you mean, the better. It's something like the congressional record, huh? (laughs) Well, uh, can anybody be a greeting card writer? No, it takes a special talent. You have to be general, not too specific. For example, if I say uh, to my black-eyed sweetheart, fella couldn't send that to a blue-eyed girl. (laughs) You could if you gave her two shiners the night before. Tell me, Shakespeare, what are the, uh, <laughs> what, uh, what specifically are the occasions for which you provide this deathless prose? Huh? Well, we have greeting cards for all occasions, uh, birthdays, valentines, congratulations for starting a new business. Congratulations for starting a new business? That's right. And suppose he goes Mahola, what happens then? <laughs> suppose he goes bankrupt. I'll pick up a new verse. <laughs> What do you do? Do you say the voice is yet to come? (laughs) Suppose you were in love with Frankie here, Jack, uh, and you wanted to send her a beautiful Valentine poem. Uh, What would you say on it? Go ahead, whip one out. Oh, I couldn't whip one right out. I'd have to think about it. Oh, how long? Oh, it'd take me a couple of days. By that time, she's married to some desert right up in Las Vegas. (laughs) 
You know those desert rats, they trap them with cheesecake up there. <laughs> don't you carry don't you carry any of your epics around with you? Oh, I always carry cards with me. Well well read it, read this one. Huh? <laughs> Hi there, Grandma Darling. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie, you certainly got old quick, huh? <laughs> well, Jackie boy, that was pretty old-fashioned. Haven't you got anything more streamlined? Yes, I have a comic valentine here. Oh, you have, huh? It has a picture of a garter and a stocking on it. As the stocking said to the garter, hook up with me, pal. I ain't been snagged yet. <laughs> I'll bet that'd be a wow in Las Vegas, huh? <laughs> Frankie, while you're swooning from all this sentiment here, let's some, talk some more about your job. For instance, where do the people come from who get married in your chapel? Well, they come from all over the world. Well, why? Can't they get married in uh, Yugoslavia or Spain? No. Or Our chapel's... Panama Canal? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't cost as much as having a large wedding in, in your hometown. And then another thing, nobody knows you there, too. <laughs> well, how much do you charge for this grand larceny? <laughs> we have two plans. One is $25. $25? Mm -hmm. What do you 15. get for the 25 Well, $25, you get a minister of your choice and an organist to play whatever songs you'd like, witnesses if you need them. No bride? <laughs> <laughs> what do I get for 15 bucks? I'm probably not even there for that. <laughs> what do I get for $15? Well, for 15 you get the same things as you do for the $25, except that you get a live organist. For 15 <laughs> For 15 you get a live organist? Why do you get a dead one for 25 <laughs> Frankie, I'll take the one with the dead organist. That's the one for me. It's ten. It's ten dollars more, but it's worth it, huh? Now, Frankie, what's the largest number of splice jobs you've racked up in a single day, huh? Uh, one Valentine's Day, we had twenty-seven weddings. Is that what killed the organist? <laughs> what, are, what are your working hours on a job like that? Huh? Well, I work from 9 to 5, and I'm on call 24 hours a day. Oh. <laughs> well, you're sort of like a fireman, huh? You yes. slide down a brass pole with a box of rice in one hand and a... And a dead organist in the other. <laughs> well, now that you two are practically engaged, let's see if you'll get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. <laughs> Beat our other two couples, and you'll get a crack at the $3,000 question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is offstage to remind our listeners. The interior decorator and the housewife are ahead with $50. 
Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You select the colleges as your category. All right, you have $20. How much are you going to try? Well, we'll start with 10 What college is located at Palo Alto? Stanford. Stanford is right. <laughs> and we're off to a fine start with $30. All right, you got $30. Remember, you're going for $3,000 tonight. How much of the 30 will you bet? 25 25 What college is located at Ann Arbor? Michigan. Michigan. University of Michigan. <laughs> They're climbing now. They have $55. You got 55 Here's your third question. How much of the 55 are you going to go for? 50 What college is located at New Haven? Yale. Yale is right. They're really on their way now. They have $105. Now you've got $105. Uh, it's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 105 are you going to go for? 100 What do you say, Keith? 100 <laughs> What college is uh, is at Laramie? L A R A M I E. University of Wyoming. University of Wyoming. And they wind up with $205. And that means that they get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. We're a nation of car owners in this country, and many of us know the inside of our family car as well as the back of our hands. Others don't care about what goes on inside our car, just so long as it's driving smoothly and economically. But whichever case fits you, when you drive your car into a shop for a checkup or some kind of repair job, you do like to know what is going to be done. You like to know why, and of course, how much it will cost. Now, here's one big reason why you'll appreciate the kind of service you get at a DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. The men who work on your car at a DeSoto Plymouth Dealers are service experts. They've had special training, constant training. They've special tools and equipment to work with that you won't find just anywhere. And on top of all these advantages, you'll find they have a courteous interest in explaining to you what will be done to your car, why it's going to be done. And you'll also get an estimate of what the job will cost. That's fair, isn't it? Well, fairness is one of the aims of the folks you'll meet at the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here's the greeting card writer and the wedding director, the winning couple... All ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question, Groucho. All right, here we go to $3,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on one single answer between you, so think carefully, and please, no help in the audience. Here it is. The first capital of our country was New York. For $3,000, where was the second capital? you two have decided upon? Annapolis? No, I... I'm sorry. It's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so that means the big question next week will be worth $3,500. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $205 in the quiz. Congratulations and thanks to both of you, huh? You Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, You Bet Your Life. 
presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And don't forget, next week, the big question will be worth $3,500. Well, it's almost time for Bing Crosby, so good night, folks. And remember, just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Here's a tip from the National Safety Council. Look out for the driver who doesn't look out for you. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. (laughs) 